find that time, you already know. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. You tuned in to the track stop. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, this episode is sponsored by FlavorFest. FlavorFest is going down November 2nd through the 5th. We will be in the building. Still looking for battlers. Uh, we are experiencing just folks, you know, holiday time, man. So it's getting close to that time. So if you're already planning to be at FlavorFest and you want to join the beat battle, hit me up, Ryan at trackstars.com. Or if you're on the live chat right now and you know somebody, you want them to uh, also be a part of the um, beat battle, you want to suggest someone, then go ahead, drop it in the chat. We'll take a look at it and get back to them. All right? All right, we got G-Wade in the building. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. What's happening? Good, good, good. Got a cool show, man. We're trying to trying to get it together. Um, shout out to Jerry. We always miss him when he's not here. My life gets Producer Jerry. super hard. <laughs> I feel you. Um, but yeah, so let's start with this. Let's start with yeah. this. All right. Um, first of all, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, <laughs> man. Glad to be back. Miss y'all. Where you been, man? Ooh, uh, traveling for my job in Seattle. And then um, two weeks of... Uh, uh, Ear infection and um, sinus infection and double ear infection. So, been trying to get nursed back to life. <laughs> That's the case. Um, but, yeah, other than that, man, yeah, y'all been holding the show down. It's been really good. Um, been enjoying it, listening to it as I'm editing and sending out the shows to all the partners. Y'all keep us laughing. Dope, man. Dope. I'm glad that that... Mm-hmm. You feeling better? Are you feeling better? I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. 80%? 90%? I, yeah, I guess I'd say 80%. Yeah. Gotcha. Appreciate okay. it, though. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. All right. So, um, all right. So, let's do this. This one This one is going to be interesting. Um, mm. So, I can't remember who found this clip, but this one actually may get us in a little bit of trouble. Uh, we ran it past the ladies in our oh, on our gosh. team, okay. and they said they were cool with it. Mm. They said they were cool with it. So, I just want to <laughs> just let everybody know that. Um, but let's let's uh, check this out real quick. To cultivate, to cultivate means to bring the best out of something, to bring to make it fruitful. Therefore, God will never give a male a finished product. Oh, it's gonna get heavy now. You were designed to be a cultivator, so God will not give you anything you don't have to cultivate. So bread. God never gave Adam a chair or a table. He hid them in the trees. <laughs> God never gave Adam a pair of shoes. He hid it in the cow. Okay, here's the good part. God will never give a male a finished woman. This is very important now. The woman that you are looking for, the one in your head, does not exist. That's why you can't find the perfect woman. She only exists in your mind. God will only give you the raw material. He said, I want you to cultivate her and make her into the woman in your mind. So your job is to develop and to refine and to train and to educate and to improve the woman in your life that means the longer a woman stays with you the better she should become if you are ashamed of your wife you should be ashamed of yours oh come on men go with me now getting ready to go home now bars therefore 
You must be just like your hero, Jesus. The Bible says he has a woman. Her name is Ecclesia. He says, you love your wife like I love my wife. How? I wash her. I cleanse her. I remove every spot, every wrinkle, every blemish, every stain. And then I present her to myself. And I say, look at what I did. That's mine. That's my thing. He says, you're supposed to feel proud of your wife. You're supposed to make her what she wanted to become, become the woman she was born to be. Alright, so <laughs> should we be cultivating your wives? And what he said was the woman of your dreams, the woman the woman you're looking for does not exist. What do y'all think? We got we got a guest in the building. Uh, well, you know, you know <laughs> <you're Ryan> <laughs> uh, there's this uh clip on IG or TikTok or one of them joints where the voiceover is like, find you a woman that can cook mm. and find you a woman that can clean. And find you a woman that's, you know, can take care of the home. And mm-hmm. find you a woman that can take care of the kids. And find you a woman that can go out and earn a living. Yeah. But make sure those women never meet. <laughs> 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 now, the thing is, <laughs> I agree with, uh, that's uh, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, right? Yeah, Dr. I, Miles I, I agree with the, the RIP. Uh, I agree with what he's saying. Mm-hmm. To a degree, mm-hmm. <laughs> to a degree, um, because you know I think we there's a double, not double standard, but there's a double approach to it. Yeah. Uh, on one hand, we say come whole, you know everybody should come to this thing whole, not you know we still to working the on you. you yeah, come, I'm oh, sorry. There you go. Come yeah. to the relationship yeah, whole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that way I ain't working on you, and I you ain't trying to fix me, and yada yada yada. While at the same time. What he's saying there, Dr. Miles Monroe, makes a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. But I don't know how applicable. <laughs> it didn't make sense to me until you got to the Jesus part. What he was talking about, the Jesus part was like, I'm the, the bride of the church, right? Like, So he was basically saying, like, I'm cleansing every stain of my people. I'm, clean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm cleaning them up. I'm cleaning up my children. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I... I, I'm cleaning up my church. That's what I pretty much took from that. We're his bride. We're the bride. Right, yeah. but I'm saying, so th- that's, why I'm, that's why I'm saying I agree when he got to the part about Jesus. Oh, I thought you said accept that part. Yeah, that's what it's No, like no, no. I said, said I agreed. I said, oh, okay. I, I said I disagreed until he got to that part. Oh, you part. disagreed oh, until you yeah. disagreed. Gotcha. So what did you disagree with? So I told y'all on the call, like, I feel like, I know Sean asked, like, are the ladies offended? And we have quite a few ladies on our call on Thursdays, and they were mm-hmm. like, nah, I, I get it. And I was I was shocked. So I, I chimed in. I was doing something, cleaning up, doing that. And I was like, I feel like that would be offensive to my wife, right? <laughs> Just because um, it talked about, you know, you have to make sure she's this and you have to make sure she's that, right? But what about the man, right? The man needs to be that same thing for the wife. So mm-hmm. a wife needs to make sure that her husband is getting better the more years he's been with her. So that's how I felt like it could, it, it was very one-sided. But then we're probably looking at him talking to a group of men, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, nowadays you have to be, you got you got to be cautious when you use that, you know, one-sided uh, conversation uh, when you're talking about the church. Okay, yeah. Um now, Miles Monroe died a while ago, so he wasn't yeah. living in the time when you had to be careful about what you said. So, 
Are we? Is uh, yes, he was. But it was just recent. Yeah, probably he like last died. couple of years. Yeah, he yeah. died a couple of years ago. He didn't. He did die it a couple, was like of, years a couple ago. years ago. Doctor Miles Monroe died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Somebody, it was, it was, I've seen Miles Monroe preach before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. But no, no, like in, live, in, like in person. person. Yeah, but you're not too. No, I was old. an adult though. But you've when been he died for quite a while, right? <laughs> I'm saying I was in my th- I was in my twenties, I think, when he passed away. It wasn't long ago. Wasn't, uh, wasn't long somebody, ago. Somebody, 2014. He died in 2014. Okay, that's, a, that's a long time ago. It's Eleven years ago. It's not two. It ain't two. When you said you you made it seem like he died in like 1984 or oh, something. No, no, no. But 14 years. That's a long time ago. No, eleven years 11. ago. That's not that long ago. Eleven is a long time ago. No, it's not. We we'd only been doing this show what five years. <laughs> 2014 was the first year we went to Flavor Fest. That's a long time ago. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not that long ago. Anyway, uh, back then it wasn't as serious as it is now. I'll say that. So um, you could get away with speaking your heart a little bit more. So the, my, the reason I'm bringing that up is. Is that a problem that we feel like we can't say just straight up truth without worrying about how are people going to take it? How are people going to take it? What do you, what do you yeah, think about this? I need to know. Point. Um, I think as I think about it, I think about the whole um, the whole piece of like a man being the headship of his household, being the head of his house, which is kind of like what people don't want to talk about. Uh, they they call it creation roles, whereas like mm-hmm. you were created for this, men yeah. were created for that, women were created for this. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like that, but I think at the same time, if he's coming from that perspective, because he's he's saying like, as a man, your wife should be better in your care than she was by herself. Yeah. In essence, in essence, it should be that way because any relationship that you're involved with, you should become better become over better. time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even just but a marriage know. relationship. That's a friendship. That's whatever. You know what I mean? But if I, I think. I do agree with him on saying that, like, as as you um, watch your wife get become better and better, um, yeah, I, I believe that I, I can agree with that. Even and then vice versa, it's like I, I know I became a better man because of my wife. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that's not his point. Yeah, his, his, point, yeah, his is point is the man does it. Yeah. You're the cultivator. He gave you. Well, the- I think if you, if you're the head of the household, you should cultivate what's happening in your household, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He, he, it was everybody I see react to this is, and, and it should happen the other way. He's like, no, 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 it should it not should happen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's this no, I think it but should. then, but then I guess he's saying with his his point of view, and like you said, we can't really speak from because he's passed away. But his perspective probably is God is cultivating the man, while the man should be cultivating the wife. The wife. <sighs> So if your wife trusts You're God, you're supposed to be being cultivated. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So if God is like developing you and making sure you 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 hold your down your responsibilities of your house and making sure everything is on an up and up, then I think your wife could be like, okay, I, I trust you. You know what I'm saying? Like I I believe that in in what he's trying to say. That's that's how it should be. You're right. That, that's how it should be. We talked about this not too long ago either. Mm-hmm. Women that are making more than men. Women that are taking that care of the house. Do? Women that are taking care of the household. You mean financially? Financially, but that's but cooking, that's, cleaning, whatever. Like there's there's other ways that a house can be cultivated. But I don't like, think that's what the Bible's talking about when it says t- you're you're the. I'm not talking about that. Home. No, I'm talking about what Jeremiah was just saying. What about it? What when he's talking about um, a man, God cultivates the man and the man cultivates the house. But what happens when? There's things happening that a man is not present for. But that's what I'm saying. The cultivating, I don't think, has nothing to do with finances. Like even the problem. I don't think 30, it has. To, I'm not saying it has to do with finances. There's other things like that a woman can do to run a house. 
Right, but you brought up finance. You said, what if they Financial, make more? Yeah. I said, if, they, if they're making more, like, I feel like if you're talking about cultivating the house and you're talking, and Jeremiah said, run the house. What do you mean when you said run the house? I'm saying, like, if you're the head of your household. The head of the house, right. Like, you're the head of there and your wife is depending on you because you're the, based off biblical principles, your wife is waiting on you to hear from the Lord for your next step on your house. So you're talking about prayer wise. Prayer, Prayer. You, your your devotion time with God, Prayer, with leadership. God you know, okay. yeah, leadership. Okay, yeah, so I didn't know. So to me, finances doesn't have much to do with it. Um, I I love Dr. Miles Monroe. I think if you if you want to be a writer, he has such an amazing um, sermon on how to write a book. Like yeah. it's a mm. sermon. I just like, know how to write a book. I just like a self-help, like a certain, like he preaches <laughs> how to write a book. It's, wow. it's amazing. I need to check him out. So I, I I'm I'm a fan of his, um, but. This one, it, the parts that were sticky for me that I think our Beyonce audience might have a problem with is that when he says, the woman of your dreams doesn't exist, it's your job to make her into it. I just wonder how, of course, not our, not the people on our team, they, they loved it, but I just wonder how a general audience of women would say, so you just see me as like a project to be worked on? Well, well here's the thing. Un- okay, this goes back to the Tiffany point. Tiffany, remember when Tiffany was talking and she was talking to Christian? She was talking to Christian people at her place and it happened to go viral. I think for this situation, if we're going back to people who may be watching our newer content, like if they're non-Christians, of course they're going to have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it goes against what... I'm talking about Christians. Well, even Christians. What yeah. I'm saying, if if a Christian, if if the women that are Christians who like, I want a man to lead me, like I want a man to lead me and blah blah blah, yeah. then yeah, they won't have a problem with it. But if a woman is like, I don't want no man to lead me. We equals. We're this. We're blah blah blah. And and I don't believe in what the Bible said about gender roles. Then you're gonna have a problem. I'm saying it that I think even some of the women who say I want a man to lead me may have a little bit of a friction against this. Well, I I think mm. I think if going back to what I said earlier, I don't think a woman will have a problem if she sees you. Going after God sees you becoming what God is like. If if by the time you got married to now, if you're the same person that you were when you got married, then then I understand why she would feel that type of way because yeah. she's looking at you like there's no progression, there's nothing, it's blah blah blah. It's just the same old same old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I, but I, if you've grown and your track record with God has gotten better and your track record with God has gotten like even more fruitful out of your life, then. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. The the reason why this made me go ooh is because I'm hoping that every man in that audience is thinking about this the right way when you say woman of your dreams. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because some some yeah. of those men may woman of their dreams is somebody that's, you know, has an hourglass body. Yeah. Somebody yeah. has hair down yeah. to their ankles, yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. somebody who does whatever they say without saying anything back. Somebody yeah. So I'm afraid that's a missive city girl. (laughs) So so I'm afraid that some of the guys in the audience may be like, oh, yeah, I could turn her into whatever I want. It's like, no, no, no. It's not about turning her into what you want. It's about turning her into what God wants. wants. And it's not necessarily turning into it's it's um, um, guiding and 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 holding her hand while God does it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just the language just just yeah, made me a little I, nervous that does. some guys may take it and the guys may take it the wrong way. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, Miles Monroe, girls, so, yeah. so you think Miles Monroe was on here? Kevin Samuel? That's what you're scared of? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Scared no, of? I think I think Miles Monroe 
has always been a, a different figure. You know what I mean? Um, uh, more traditional mm-hmm. with the Bible. Um, he's Bohemian, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. more traditional in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Culture's different. So I think I've always listened to him, read his books, and thought, okay, this is this is different. This is a different line of preaching that I'm used to. Yeah, yeah. He he's very um very convincing personality. Like very, you know, speaks with conviction, mm-hmm. very strong, very clear illustrations of what he's talking about. So I I, I I love how he preaches. I was just when I heard this, this is a very old clip. When I heard this, I'm like, again, somebody said it was it was going around right now, viral right now. So I just wonder why. Yeah. There's something about it mm-hmm. that yeah. either women are saying, look at what he's saying, or guys are like, y'all better see this. You know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. And I'm worried about both. I'm worried about see? both. both sides. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about both a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's not a one size fits all type of thing. Right. Yeah. You know, these it's four men in here in four different relationships. Yeah, they can't. They will never be the same. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can have the same squeak sound in your car that I have in mind, but we don't have the same problem. Yeah, mm. you know what that's I mean? And that's what that's what people can think. You know, if you said the guys be like, you know what I'm saying, well, you heard what he said. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, like, well, <laughs> since he said that, it's got to be that. Yeah. yeah, that's not for everybody. First yeah. of all, you got to. She got a different background, a different walk, a different family, a different mm. upbringing. Everything is determined by that. Yeah, I think saying? I think Jeremiah said it best. The 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 reason this works the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> and young ladies, if you're not married, this is what it really means, right? Yeah. Is God is supposed to be leading the man of the household yeah. in a way that's cultivating, growing. Uh, um, constantly improving yeah. so that he can do that for your family. Yeah. If he's not doing that, then this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then he's going to lead you into things like sin and greed and yeah. lust. He's going to lead you. He's going to lead you some kind of way, and it's yeah. not going to mm-hmm. be the right way. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Before we even talk about what you're going to do for her, it really matters what the guy's motivations are in the first place. Are you really? You can't. You can't expect submission from a woman. And everything he talked about here, if you're not submitted the same way yeah. to God. Yeah. To God, yeah. Bro. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you break that part of it, then this is just yeah. misogyny. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Do you yeah. think he was talking to marrieds or singles or does it not make a difference? Look like I don't know. I don't know. See, like like it seemed like it might have been singles he was talking to. It could be a mix. It could be mm-hmm. a mix. Um because I would assume that because he's saying the woman of your dream, so I'm assuming there's a lot of single people there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was strictly or not because he kind of yeah. spoke to both situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's important. I think it's important to hear what he's saying from an un- unfiltered perspective. I know 2014 feels like yesterday to you, but it was a long <laughs> time ago as far as culture. Culture has shifted a lot since yeah. 2014. And I think it's important to hear somebody who didn't have those like worries in their mind yeah. um, just say what it is. Do you feel like he's – I feel like he's a biblical-based teacher. Do you? Mm-hmm. I, I, of course, I'm sure – and I'm, I'm saying all this with that, that voice in the back of my head saying – uh, yeah, but you didn't see when he said such and such. Do you know he really believes this? And you know, you know people <laughs> yeah. will dig up stuff yeah, on, yeah, on, on yeah, a person yeah, and yeah. say, "Oh, they not really yeah. a Christian type stuff." Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know every little detail about his life. But I'm just saying what I from what I've seen, um, he was a very effective preacher. I think. Yeah. I don't Definitely. think people are going to question his Christianity. I think they're going to question his um, his his stance on on male figures in the Bible and you know dominance and things of that nature. That's what I think people are going to question the most. But like, um, is it aligned with today's culture versus you know? 
But that's the question we have to ask ourselves, even as men of God. Like, do we care about today's culture to the point where we run away from biblical principle? I I don't. I mean, so for me, I don't believe like you, what you mentioned about creation roles or yeah. something like that. To me, in my household, the way I like to see it run is if something needs to get done, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting on my wife to do it. If yeah. people think like she should be the one cooking, cleaning, washing dishes, folding laundry, yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. do it because I know at the end of the day, we got four kids and the sooner they get down and we get done with chores, the easier it is for us to transition to the next day or to get our lives back, right? I'm saying like getting time back. So but, for me, I just want to yeah. see it done. I, I don't care who does it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think, I think we're, I think when people talk about, I've heard pastors talk about creation roles. I don't think they're talking about like tasks like that. I'm talking about like, I think for some it's like, like a woman taking care of your kids or a woman taking care of, not like, like if she you if, can have my kids, <laughs> that's worse, right? That's a creation role. <laughs> that's all, but that's a little misogynistic. No, no, no. But I'm saying that's the only thing I can think of. I can't think that's, of anything else. Like when you say creation, like meaning like 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 if 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 a God created a woman to be a nurturer, right? When you think that He wants you to want her to be the nurturer of the family and nurturer of your kids and stuff of that nature. I don't know if that I don't know if that that still goes, Jeremiah. Like I mean, mm-hmm. no but that's truth. what I'm saying. But I go back to: Are we going to yeah, be the traditional in, expectation is woman yeah. takes care of the house, you go get the you money the outside, yeah. you fix the things that are broken. She, yeah. you know, does to, to a certain yeah. point. Like my household is kind of that glimpse. It's sometimes I'm like um, on 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 like certain days. It's my days. To, well, not certain days, but my days to clean our clothes. I wash our clothes. I fold them. I do all that. I have no mm-hmm. problem doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, my wife makes more money than me. I don't mind to say that, but I think at the same time, she trusts me enough to say, "You're going to leave me." You're still the head of my household. You're still the head of this household. Yeah, and that's good right yeah. there because yeah. that sometimes can create issues in the home when the woman makes more than the man you know what i'm saying and i didn't want to put our business down no no i got you i got you no but i'm just saying i'm I'm just saying for (laughs) but i think it it takes a godly it takes god to get to that place for some people for men and women it 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 takes takes god God. to humble a man for sure it took me years ago i remember prior to my wife i was talking to somebody and that was a problem for me at that time and god had to like really show me immediately like it shouldn't matter about who who makes more because money it because be y'all money. money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah the pro- the, the, a lot better. When the Proverbs. What's, what's interesting <laughs> about the Proverbs example that everybody points to yeah. is that the woman was, you know, buying fields. She was making clothes. Yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was doing a lot yeah. of things you would consider business. You yeah. Know? Um, so it's not limited. I don't see in the Bible where it's it's limited. The misogynistic way, where it's like you yeah. cook, you clean, you oh, do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's not even what the yeah. Bible says. Yeah, it's it's more so a sense of your role is to protect your family. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yeah. just not just financially, but protect spiritually to pray for them yeah. to to be like the pastor of your house. Yeah, make sure make sure if you notice any slippage in spiritual connection with God, to say okay, let's get let's get everybody together. Let's go. I see something Family going on here. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. your job, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's that's more so what it means than than any kind yeah. of like your job is this, my job right. is that kind of thing. So yeah. I think I think I think what I guess what I'm worried about in my mind is those um is those guys that misinterpret yeah the truth about that. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I that but I, I, th- I think that's But thing I do think about. sometimes and I remember seeing um, a clip going viral recently with T.D. Jakes talking about this, how how the, the role reversed so quick 
with men and women that now women are getting more stress levels, more more depression, more all that because they're they're doing um they're doing like trying to get more business, not business, but moving up the corporate ladder, more corporate stuff, more and more and more. And it's like you've seen that happen with men. Because the, of course, the switch happened like, and maybe in the 2010s of more women making more money than men dealing with our community, more black women making more money than black men, and you seeing now the, the, the he's, he was saying from his perspective, he's seeing the shift happen and how black women are getting more, not getting married, not um, they're getting success in the corporate America, but spiritually they're not getting that success that they really desire. But then again, that's still our failure. Yeah. That's still our failure. Yeah. That's that's a guy's failure because um, if if they don't feel secure in the options that they have, they're gonna want to just do it themselves. Yeah, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's a lack of people stepping up, being available, staying out of jail, staying out of people's yeah. pants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you have to you have to be worthy yeah, of yeah, their yeah, yeah, yeah. putting trust in. Yeah, in the first place. yeah. But and I, if they don't trust you, yeah. they're just gonna do it themselves. But yeah. I would say I would say that. I would say I agree with you <laughs> as the man taking that responsibility. But I'd also, you have to ask that question of if if they're saying where is these good guys at, and we and we can't find them, that's kind of harsh. But then at the same time, if there are good guys out there, and they just be like, I don't want that person, because we have, then we have that we have we go back to that talk about where it's like just turn around and talk to each other because y'all right there <laughs> you need that person and but y'all just don't want to talk to each other mm-hmm. because maybe you're not attracted to that person or and we're not forcing you to but at the same time when you see somebody that has the like good you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying good theology they 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 on the same page and they just don't like each other it's like that's the frustrating thing is because you you hearing them talking and they want that like we said earlier the submissive the guy want the submissive mm-hmm. city girl and and the women want the submissive Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I see a, a couple guys jump off in the chat saying, "Don't blame us for that. Don't blame us for that." Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, but a lot. I know too many young ladies who are faithful, love Jesus, waiting on a man, and none of y'all are out there. Yeah, and nah, if you that's, are, that's and you're like, the they ain't looking at me. Okay, yeah. but. It's a fact. I know way more women waiting on yeah. young men of God than too. men who are waiting yeah. on young women of God. Yeah, way men just not more, pulling man. that trigger, man. I think I didn't want to offend anybody by saying this, but I think that the era that we got married, it was like you remember seeing everybody around you getting married. Everybody around you getting married. We all got married around the same time. You know, all all of us were within three years of each other, and that goes for all the original members of our team that were in Atlanta, that were at Destinations, that were at Word of Faith, like we all got married around the same time. And I think that we're in a different space now where um, the the Christian dating game has just changed so much. You're in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Christian day. I could be anywhere. It ain't necessarily Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta's a problem. But Atlanta is a problem. <laughs> um, but the Christian, the, the landscape of Christian dating has changed so much. And I just think that that's the main problem. They got to fix that. Well, we'll just say this. We're committed to helping you guys figure this out. We, again, since we stopped being single years ago, we stopped talking about this. Yeah. And we were like, screw y'all. We're good. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to get we're going to get back for our for our single young uh, men and ladies out there that are like, this is frustrating. This is stressful. I can't find anybody. 
we're gonna figure it out. Even though you y'all may be like y'all missed it, y'all don't know what it's like out here now. Yeah, yeah we definitely missed it. We mm-hmm. missed it, we but we're gonna try it. our best to figure out how to 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 help as as much as we can. So, but y'all, but wait, real quick, y'all acting like we're in Atlanta streets, like. We're not in those Atlanta streets, and and at some time in Atlanta streets, meaning like they was like, well, y'all from Atlanta, so that like out there like that, yeah, like, yeah. like, like, like <laughs> but then we know it's it's been times when we've gone to churches and and we've seen different people there, and you know what I'm saying, like, so I I, I don't know, I, I kind of hate that sometimes when they be like, well, y'all in Atlanta, it's like, well, I mean, the thing I think when people say you're in Atlanta, I think they think, well, you're in the you're in the Bible Belt, you're in the South, you're in the melting pot of Black America right now, like Atlanta's just booming for that. So I feel like they're saying, oh, yeah, you guys would say that because Atlanta had more options than maybe where I'm at. I'm thinking they're saying that that because I think they're saying because they think in Atlanta it's same sex situation. That's what they're saying. Nah, when I went to Seattle, when I went up west, oh, my God, I saw some stuff. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. But, But no, I think when they're talking about Atlanta, they're saying that we have like the ratio, like. The HBCUs yeah. in Atlanta, yeah. mm-hmm. Spelman, Clark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they have. I think that's. I think that's an advantage of like most people think we I, have. I think we need, need to have a conversation. I think the real conversation also should be: Is it wrong for women to lower their standards to date somebody that quote unquote by society standards doesn't look worthy to, for them to date? And see, and that's what I was going to say. It's. You know, I've been saying I've been saying this for a minute. There's a narrative, and what, it's like for example, if I start looking up at that sign up there, the T, the track stars, yeah. and then you look up there, yeah. and then you're gonna look, and then what you gonna do? Start looking at. Everybody's yeah. gonna start looking that way. So I think everybody starts to run with the narrative, and once that narrative, it's like what the media does. When you start hearing it everywhere, yeah. that's the truth. Mm-hmm. So if everybody starts saying the same thing, it becomes the truth. It's like I'm from D.C. And so oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm from D.C. Like, yo, I heard about D.C. I'm like, I'm from D.C. I know that's not happening right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But because you yeah. heard that yeah. and other yeah. people have said it, yeah. it becomes the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's one of the things we have to get people to kind of break away from is believing the narrative. Yeah. The narrative is not the yeah. truth. It's just it, the crowd has decided. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That don't make it true. Yeah. And I, and I think it goes back to even going back to group thinking when you're talking about it. it's mm-hmm. like. So many people are justifying of their friends' mm-hmm. failures Basically. to their failures. Like, there you and have it's it. like God would bring somebody in your life if you cop stop saying like all men are this, all men are this. dogs. Yeah. And you like you, <laughs> you know, made the they, four men you dated. You <laughs> <see>? <laughs> yeah, those yeah. were the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or or even like your friend dated dogs and you just supporting that person. With, yeah, they're going and, with and the you yeah. probably haven't dated much people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm now I'm with you. Yeah. Ref- changing mind states, mm-hmm. mind states would be great for a lot of people, men and women. So. Mm-hmm. All right, man, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, I know how hard it can be. I, I'm an artist as well. And whenever you release a song you think is dope, you're like, man, this is going to be the one. You have to go through the process of marketing. That's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But... Never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. 
not in a mass email, not a spam, individual emails customized exactly what they asked for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music, and we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com forward slash single maximizer. Take advantage of it right now. It's an amazing tool. Check it out. Let us know your success stories. Tell us what works. Trackstars.com. Go check it out right now. All right, man, it's entertainment report time. Let's get it going. All right, man, for sure. First off, I want to say shout out to Mia of MMM Live being H new co-host for 116 Life yeah. Show. Yeah. So right here on Holy Culture Radio. So shout out to her, man, making big moves, doing big things. I think they're still doing MMM Live as well, too. But um, mm-hmm. I think yeah. she's helping yeah. out with Yeah, they, and that's still available on trackstars.com. Dope. Yeah, we saw yeah. we saw um Saw them at uh, what's the last thing we went to? What was that? Uh, uh, I saw her at Smoke Fest, but then I guess it was the, the um, holy, 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 yeah. whatever it's called, Holy Fest, yeah. Holy Summit, Holy, holy Summit. Summit. Yeah, we saw them there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> All right, man. So shout out to them, man. Big things. They said I saw recently. They said that we've been doing like they've been doing it for ten years. They've been doing mm-hmm. their show for ten years. They were in high school when they yeah. started that show. It's dope, man. She did a dope testimony, so. Check them out. All right, man. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. All right, man. Will Smith said he's going to show up and support Jada for the rest of his life. No matter what. Will Smith showed some love words, loving words um, about Jada Pickett Smith during his recent, her recent event in Baltimore. Here we go. Love somebody forever, no matter what. <laughs> oh, boy, was like, mm. <laughs> You know, can you show up and love somebody for the rest of your life, even when you don't agree with them? And there ain't nobody on earth except you, mommy. You, mommy. My mommy. I almost messed up. I almost messed up. You, mom, nobody, nobody showed up for me more than you, mom. Um, Jada's the best friend I have ever had on this planet. And I am going to show up for her and support her for the rest of my life. From a distance. (laughs) Yeah. So what is the situation with them? Are they getting divorced? No. no. Who said that? Oh, okay. I mean, it, it, I've been just seeing stuff on social media. Jada they said talks bad out. marriage for life. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, it's open marriage, so I guess they pretty much not. We don't know Nobody that. said that. Nobody said, Nobody said that. that. Nobody said that? No. Well, somebody I, I said that. I thought the thing yeah. was a true story. That's the narrative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we t- kind of talked about this last yeah. week. Um, okay, I mean it's it's your choice. Yeah. If, if you want to like deal roommates with that. for life, <laughs> if you want to deal, with they don't that. live together. They They've been don't? separated. Yeah. Well, oh, you didn't hear that part? No, no, no. I thought I didn't know they didn't live together. Anymore. Yeah, no, 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 they separate been living living separately for seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought. Well, okay, then I'm confused about a lot of their red table talks then because they make it seem like they're in the same place. So, so overall, what's, <laughs> not until that reveal what's the other the, day. What's the point of them pretending then? Because they've been pretending like everything was cool for a long time. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood, mm. man. So, isn't that what this is? It's good business. 
I guess. I don't know. But he was just saying that I'm going to be down with her, so keep your, keep my wife's name out your mouth. If I was separated, <laughs> I'm laughing at the G.I. Jane joke. Without consequence. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sleeping on the Well, he did laugh either. until he I know, saw her I, face. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared about <laughs> yeah, her face. Yeah, I would have yeah. been like, well. <laughs> I just, my only thing about this is, real quick, I would say this. I think the, I think the scary part about this is, regardless, <laughs> it, it gives people who are toxic the okay. You know what I'm saying? Men or women, like the relationship. Yeah, like yeah. If, if if you not saying you don't have to take it back because you can forgive anybody and be unconditional love. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even as a man, even even as a a, a husband, you know what I'm saying? You want to be that unconditioned. You want to show your wife unconditional love. I think the problem always comes back. It just keeps Tupac keeps coming back. That's okay, the problem. Okay, so here's a question for you. This is controversial. I'm probably gonna sound bad after I say it too. Um, are they doing the more honorable thing than Christians that are getting divorced? Mm. No, this is this is this is completely unbiblical. Emotional damage. No, this is this is this is terrible. If if what you guys are saying is true, this is absolutely terrible. To pretend like you're still married but live in every other way separately, sexually, yeah. everything separately. That is complete sin. Yeah. So yeah. this is not okay. Like what? Well, they're, they're not pretending that they're still married. They are still married. Well, I mean, pretending like everything's all yeah, good. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. When you're actually constantly cheating on each other, constantly acting like that's okay, mm-hmm. pretending like you're not, mm-hmm. like that's that's not good at all. Yeah. yeah. If that's the case, then we were too soft on them last week. I went in. <laughs> no, you should not be doing this. And if both of you guys are committed to stop doing this. And, and work on your marriage. Back, yeah. Then yeah, all for it. But if this is what it is, no, stop, stop yeah. it right now. Well, they also said mm. it was a is a book coming soon with both of them doing a book called I forgot what it was called something crazy. Like I know she yeah. has a book. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, called yeah. Worthy, but he they got a book coming out too. And Ball so. said uh, she already been cultivated. <laughs> oh, that's that's a mess. <laughs> all right, man. Um, Mike Todd says God brought Kanye West to him. Mike Todd was on the Elevation Youth Podcast, and he told a story how God brought Kanye to him. Let's go. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you have to pander a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's well, interesting. Well, I mean, I guess the, 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 the story was basically him talking to the podcast about it and how um, he was praying, and he was like, so many people sold – um, too many people, too many Christians attack celebrities that he had to, um, he started praying for him. And I guess somebody saw him, Kanye, um, somebody from, um, Kanye's Sunday service was what were fans of not fans, but watch transformation. Know. Okay. Like, that's not. This is the first time, like, I've ever actually told this story. No way. No way. I did this sermon, and I said, everybody's judging celebrities. We need to pray for celebrities. And I just began to pray for him, like, in my own private time. But I, it wasn't like I'm praying to meet him. Like, I don't, right. I just, I'm praying for you. So they started doing the Sunday services, and all the clips start going viral and all the different things like that. And they mix in old Fred Hammond songs. And music director Jason White comes in. He said, Mike Todd. Then all the choir members, I found out they were Transformation Nation. They had been watching on the low. I'm so low-key. God told me a long time ago, like, don't try to meet anybody. I'll yeah. bring everybody that you need to meet to you. Kanye's moving around, the people's doing stuff, and my man starts to walk out, and he looks over, and he says, my tie, and he, like, comes through the crowd, and that's me up. We literally get in a police escort, like, me and my wife, they're going to the tarmac to fly out on an aeroplane. I'm, this is not a jet. And he's like, come with me to Cali. Like, it was like a car ride. And I looked at my wife, and she was like, 
He's like, if you can make it to Sunday service this Sunday, this was like a Wednesday. And he's like, I want you to preach. And I was like, I'm there. Sunday morning, I preach. I got on a plane. We go to the forum. This man gives me 30 minutes to just Jeez. preach to the forum. And like, bro, I just let it rip. Jeez. And for the next three weeks, he was like, you the only one that I want to preach at this for the next couple weeks. So I would literally preach on Sunday morning and fly to California. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, I think two things came to mind, right? Do you feel like what that scripture talks about, your gift will make room for you? Is that this? Hmm. I would say no. <laughs> yeah. That's just opportunity right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's fan, fan, what's, what's, what's the fan word? Fanboy. Fan, fan, that thing. No, but, but okay, let, let's give That's my, one. let's give my mm-hmm. time. And I'm not hating on him, because yeah. I don't know the, the dude, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and I don't really listen to him, to be totally honest. Yeah, I'm fa- familiar, yeah. but I don't, I don't know much about him outside of the, look, the narratives that yeah. I do here. Um, so, but yeah, no, I wouldn't say... I would uh, you would you wouldn't say that. The reason no. I say that because I'm like he's saying I didn't do anything. No, I get it. I just yeah, I just but, prayed for this but, brother. But a lot and of then, people say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would have skipped the whole. He flies us out on the tarmac. We get in the police escort. I get like, the I excitement of that. That's, that's part, that's part of the story. story. I'm, I'm excited about that's, it. That's the part that makes it sound like he's fanboying. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have if I had told the story. If it happened to me and I would told and I was telling the story, it would have been yeah. Like I tell that story all the time about how, you know, um, my mentor, when I finally got my first job, it was just like a job offer. But I didn't go into the details of what actually happened. It was an, an elaborate situation that happened. So I feel like if you're telling the story, you're you're telling the story to get people to go, ooh, ah, wow. Versus, yeah, um, he, he, there's people in Transformation Nation that know him, and he invited me out to preach, and I preached for 30 minutes, and he asked me to come out a couple of weeks Prior, so y'all don't like the flash. That's what you don't like. You don't like the flashy, the traveling, the blah, blah, blah. You just, you should have, you think he should have went straight to like, well, because at he that saw point, me and we talked and he asked me to come preach and I preached and I did so well that they asked me to come back. Yeah, because at that point, you're telling the story to kind of glorify who Kanye is and what he has. You know what I'm saying? Private jets, police escorts, stuff like that. To me, that just part of the story. I know, I know. We have some mixed feelings about Michael Todd. I didn't, I didn't have a super strong reaction to this one. It yeah. was just like, okay, yeah, you told a story about yeah, how you make Kanye. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how great that is now. Especially if you come out with an album, come on, yeah. I don't know how proud I would be now, but um, <laughs> I mean, he did preach at Sunday service. So I mean, you have to tell the story of how you got there. I he lit was, up. He was explaining the photo. Yeah, that yeah, he had the next to yeah, the plane. Yeah, yeah. So. To me, it all made sense why he said everything he said. I wasn't too mad about it. I think it's more so, I know Kanye represents, um, if anybody was a fanboy, it would be me, right? Because yeah. he was my favorite artist for yeah. so long. But because of what I'm seeing recently, it's like, you it puts back into perspective how much you're not supposed to do that. Fanboy, fanboy, people, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he's not he's not anything to be like admired revered or yeah. admired he's really good at a thing right yeah. that's yeah. awesome <laughs> you guys really are really good at stuff too <laughs> it's 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 i'm gonna fly y'all next week <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's it really doesn't matter the celebrity really doesn't matter and it's really hard for i think americans especially to really understand yeah. that it does not matter yeah you yeah know what i'm saying yeah it's, it's just it's really yeah. hard and to come across i, I think for me without when i when he said what he said i I think he was like, I'm just praying for this dude. If I met him, yeah, but God was like, yo, I don't want to fan. Don't fan out for nobody. I'll mm-hmm. bring people to you, if, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like on his heart to be like, 
I gotta get me Kanye. I gotta meet Kanye. Yeah, yeah. It was just like I'm just was praying he, for him. Was I'm he praying for in public for him or no? In he private? said in private. private. Yeah, hmm. he said in private. He said he was praying for him and he said mm-hmm. he wasn't praying to meet him or anything like yeah, that. He said that. In yeah, the thing. that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I don't think he said anything wrong in this. I think we have previous issues with. him. I think that's the problem. I think that's a, a lot of problem with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is like you always have problems with they what they previously said. So when they say something else, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, man. <laughs> D1 skin problem versus sin problem. <laughs> D1 has some things to say on a podcast about skin problem versus sin problems. Things are a skin problem. Yeah, and it's really a sin problem. Mm. So we'll act like, man, I'm dedicating my whole life to fighting against racism. That's cool, because racism is a problem. But racism even has a root. And if we get to that root, it's ultimately evil. It's hatred. It's sin that we should be fighting against. And if you're going to fight against other people's sin, then you got to be willing to confront your own. Mm. 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 What you guys thought? Yeah. There's always three fingers pointing back, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm a, I think my only my only my only thing about <laughs> this, know, I Ryan would say I think my only problem about this is when you say that to certain people, they just escape it. They just let it be like, you know, it's a sin problem, so it is what it is. And it's like, no, you gotta deal with your sin problem. You just can't say it. You it's know what a saying? sin problem, yeah. Yeah, and that's my yeah. only thing. At I got times you. it's like yeah. like and it's nothing against him, but I yeah, think yeah. sometimes somebody could use that to be like Yo, see, racism is a sin problem. But like, yeah, but you still have to deal with your yeah, sin. It's your sin problem. It's still yeah. your sin problem. <laughs> you yeah. still have yeah. to deal with that. So at the end of the day, yeah. All right, man. So Unnecessary Elf of the Week goes to a library banning author for gay last name. An Alabama public library mistakenly added a children's picture book to a list of potential um, inappropriate titles because the author's last name is gay. The library uh, director like said... G-A-Y gay? G-A-Y, yeah. Oh, I thought you were oh, calling you... his last name gay. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, how do you know that? <laughs> for gay? You know what I'm <laughs> author for gay last name. All right, so the director said, um, um, read me a story, Stella. A children's picture book of a Canadian author, Marie Louise Gay, was added to a list of books flagged for potential removal from the children's section of the Hutsville madison um, County Public Library because of sexual explicit content. But the book, which is about a pair of siblings reading together and building a doghouse, should not have been on the list and was only added because of the keyword gay. Mm. So, yeah. That's unfortunate. That's it. All right, Crispy's yelling at me to look at the polls, so I'll do that now. Um, first one, do you agree with the preacher's take that a man should desire an imperfect woman? I don't know if that's the right way to say imperfect. it. Imperfect? Um, but uh, I agree was 44%, so that, that one. And I agree as a man was 44%, and I agree as a woman came right after that. So most people agreed. There were 25, 25, 6, 7, 8. 28% did not agree. So I wasn't I wasn't making it up to some people have wrong. <laughs> All right. Um next poll. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh this was about Jaden and Will. Who are you rocking with? Team I'm tired of them. Team Tupac, Team Jaden and Will or Team Will and the team I'm tired of them got 71%. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm on that group. Uh do you think this was a good move for Mike Todd? Uh Good move for Mike Todd. Not a good move or a good move for Kanye, Kim's ex. Um, good move for Mike Todd was 66%. So most people were cool with it. All right, that's all the polls we have so far. Let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tan, and DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Miracle. I wanted to make sure you could hear me. 
you guys know all about the official Trackstars universe. So, if you'd like a free Trackstars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official. Listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. Track Stars Music Artist, and you are in the field with the family Track Stars Radio. We got respect for y'all, yeah. but respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the. I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. What's going on? It's your girl Angie Rose, and if you didn't know, you're La Familia, and you're in the field with the track stars. What's going on? You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right. For all things track stars, make sure you go to track stars with a Z. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right. So this one, okay, this one is interesting. All right. So there's a guy named Eric Weinstein. He was on a podcast. Things called Modern Wisdom. They talk about various topics, but today they were kind of talking about some sciencey stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I had to cut out all the nerdy stuff because the people on the team were like, oh, Sean, this is so. So <laughs> I'm just getting to the point. Christians aren't the only ones worried about the end times. I'm going to explain after you watch this. One field that has the chance of making us interplanetary. And I don't know what to do about it because nobody sees this as the emergency I do. Take anybody with 11 figures. What is your allocation to building a, a life raft to get humans out of here? It's not personal. And we also have a responsibility. This is like, this is a really crazy part. We doomed humanity. We doomed humanity on earth. And I'm just thinking, do you not feel any basic responsibility after Hiroshima and Nagasaki and COVID? Just how crazy are you? Is that, we've spoken about the interplanetary 
challenge. Right. Is it the highest priority? The highest priority. You'll, you cannot stabilize this place. Just imagine every communalist dream came true. We turned away from fossil fuels towards a, the greenest new deal you could possibly imagine. All billionaires realized the errors of their ways and contributed their money to bring up the poorest of the poor. AI was as beneficial as it could be and only helped humanity to live its dreams. Just go full, wild Pollyanna optimism. You still can't stabilize it. Mm. Too many people. It's just, I couldn't be more angry about anything else in the world. How can you take the lifeboat community, the, the only community that can get us a way out of here, and run it into the ground? I like the term, the lifeboat community. It's time to save everybody, and we've got huge responsibilities. We carry a lot of responsibility for getting everybody into this mess, and now we've got to offer everybody a way out. All right, so let me let me explain yeah, what's going on do. here. <laughs> so... <laughs> I always find it, I always find it funny, and I cut out the nerdy stuff. I can't imagine if you saw the whole thing. Um, it's always funny to me to see atheists like a look into their religion because it's a religion. Yeah, it actually mirrors Christianity pretty closely. They have their own prophets, they have their own um, theology, they have their own denominations. It's, ex- it's ex- really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they 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 cannot escape God even if they try. They they <laughs> just they just can't. So essentially, this is just a just a brief overview of what's going on. There's this huge war right now, like East Coast West Coast beef in in um in the world of physics, and they're arguing over um some theories, this theory versus that theory, and they're battling. Like there's actually like you guys like battle rap, it's like battle videos amongst these dudes, <laughs> like going at each other. The, the Neil deGrasse Tyson's and the, all yeah. these people, right? He's one of them, and so there's this whole thing about we have to do this. And what was interesting to me is they talk so much about the end of the world. And mm. it's like, the end of the world? This guy says that he, he he consults with a lot of rich people, a lot of people with tons of money. He said 11 figures. I had never even heard of that before. <laughs> and he says everybody is worried about the end of the world. They think between nuclear war or disease or greenhouse gases or whatever, they feel like this world is coming to an end. And their goal is to get off of it. They're trying to leave the planet. That's their end times. Hmm. And they're constantly worried about everything you see in the media is rich people or arguing over how we're going to save the planet or some fraction of it. That's what they actually are thinking about on a daily basis. Elon Musk trying to go to Mars. That's part of it. Uh, Jeff Bezos building a space. That's part of it. Once you get to a certain level of fame and money, your normal problems go away and you start thinking about the end of the world. Oh, and that's what they're focused problems. on. <laughs> but, yeah, I saw something where they talk about they're building moon, houses on the moon and yeah. try to get um, civilians there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it was just so interesting to me is that as much as they try to run away from God, they can't escape the truths of the world he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even they believe it's coming to <clears throat> Even they have their own structures they've created <clears throat> that yeah. mirror the structure that God creates. Yeah. Like they they have these celebrity uh, physicists in their world and they represent like the celebrity pastors we have in our world. Like Bill Nye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all of those guys. And it's so interesting how, how hard they try to get away from the truth. They end up back at a alternate version of the truth. It just reminds me of, you ever saw the movie 2012? 
Yes, is yes. a part of yeah. it when they like try to build an ark again because of the storms and all this other stuff. That yeah. stuff is not fake. Yeah, that is what they are really yeah, thinking that's what about. I'm saying. Yeah, that's and not a movie. They're yeah. actually planning to try to survive some. But the funny part about event. all this is like it doesn't even have nothing to do with the world. Actually, like it it has stuff to do with your like when God when Jesus comes back and takes people mm-hmm. when it has nothing to do about like. It's going to be a new yeah. earth, new like it has nothing to do with this world. I think people were so caught up in their. I think what it is is almost the Egyptians all over again. Mm-hmm. It's exactly take, that. Take it with them. Try to take your mm-hmm. material yeah. items mm-hmm. with you yeah. because you don't want you. I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing: the Bible talks about having um, a, a rich, like a rich um, inheritance for your family's family, family. Yeah. And some of these people are like, oh, "I'm gonna leave this for my dog." I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna get his money to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna leave his money to this organization, organization. And you got kids. Yeah. And they like, well, they got to defend themselves. And it's like, yeah. <clears throat> you're not even leaving it now. Not saying they don't have a business that they could run. Their kids part of and probably got stock and whatever. And but at the same time, you would think that would be the case. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so funny. It just reminds me the number one thing in my mind. I thought about that movie, but then the second thing was like. This reminds me of the Egyptians all over again. It's just like, I want to take my stuff with me to paradise. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. But just imagine spending your whole life <laughs> chasing after your own wisdom and not knowing the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I hear. No, refusing the truth. Refusing yeah. the truth. They don't. Okay. They've heard it, but they don't know it. Mm-hmm. Like they're seeking a truth and they're they're missing the actual truth. The answer to every single thing this guy is worried about is in the Bible. Yeah. And he refuses it. Yeah. And it's like, can you imagine living your life this worried about right. your life? Absolutely. He is scared of his future. Yeah. And the answer is right in front of your face but and you still, don't accept it. What it. I mean, let's say you run to the ends of the earth or you mm-hmm. run to Mars or you run to the moon. And yeah. You, there's still an ultimate day yeah. that's going yeah. to come. You know what I'm and saying? Yeah. You're not going to live forever. I yeah. think all this research or all this panic for them is a waste of time because you're not promised tomorrow. But now, well, they don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... They should be. They should know it. We see enough accidents when they say that rich people problems. That's when yeah, it's to that where we like we don't even need to know how but, to comprehend that. But here's why it matters. <laughs> this is why it matters that that there's these are their problems because they run the world. Mm-hmm. They decide how the world goes, and this is what they're primarily concerned about. But, you need to know that. But this shows them mm. that they're not in control. That's ultimately the, it shows them like we. Like we think we're in control, but we we, we don't know what's going. We don't mm-hmm. know if it's like you said. We don't know if it's an atomic bomb. We don't know if it's a natural disaster. We don't they know have if no this, control. We don't know if they they're saying that a comet is supposed to hit the Earth in twenty twenty four or right. come near the Earth. Mm-hmm. A big comet, almost like the size of a country or a state or whatever. I can't remember what they said, but it's so many gambles and and chance stuff that people are talking about. That if you just believe the lord and what he said and i think i think that's the funny i think sometimes money is our god like money becomes our god to the point where you you're listening to that and you're chasing after that and it's just like that thing that you know that 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 meme of you running after stuff and stuff just falling off you and you die and you just go right into the grave and it's mm-hmm. just that it's like you can't you can't take your stuff with you like i think people think that you know what i mean and they think that you know, my, my possessions is this or like, even like you said, how we save the world. We got to say it's like 
It's like you try to be a hero when there's already a hero that you if you just submit to that hero. I just I just want to say this to all the young kids growing up in a school system that teaches you, you know, everything that these people believe. Yeah. They believe in evolution. They believe in the Big Bang. They believe yeah. in, you know, all this stuff. Right. They teach it to you since you're since you're really small because they want to make sure you're getting to their theology, doctrine. Yeah. They want you in their theology right yeah. away. Right. Mm-hmm. Just a warning to all the people who are growing up thinking that what these people are saying is true. Mm-hmm. Investigate. They don't know anything. Mm, all the yeah. stuff that they told you since you were a kid, the Big Bang, how time works, black holes, all this nonsense that these people uh, invest their whole lives in, they don't know anything about it. Mm. They argue every single day because they are not even sure about what they believe. There's there's conversations in their community right mm-hmm. now where they're questioning themselves on even if the Big Bang exists. Mm. Mm. These are the people who are teaching your children yeah. in school. <laughs> they are now admitting they don't yeah. know anything. And then they and then yeah, they, they teach your kids in college that Jesus don't exist, God don't exist, mm-hmm. and push the Big Bang, but then they don't believe they in don't, the Big Bang? They don't know nothing. And that's why they're fighting right now, because the people who put all that stuff in your textbooks, these guys are saying they're wrong. Mm. So now they're fighting. They both don't believe in Jesus, but now mm. they're fighting amongst each other. Mm. Yeah, like we wow. fight amongst ourselves. Yeah, 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 they yeah. can't escape the truth of the Bible. They end up mirroring it, even if they don't want yeah, to. Yeah, they, yeah. they can't get away from yeah. God's plan. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I wanted to highlight this is because I just remember growing up being like, man, I'm being taught something so opposite to what I believe and what I learned from my 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 parents. How does a a child survive in a world that everybody's telling them the opposite about Christ? The good news is they lied. Mm. They have no idea what they're talking about. Listen to them. Don't take my word for it. Look up these videos on YouTube. They are admitting out loud, we don't know what we're talking about. Mm. We we thought we knew. We do not know now. They're questioning everything. Evolution, Big Bang, all of it. Everything that they were so sure about. Mm. They so, are now saying we don't know. How, okay, so what's the and I know we shift up. Yeah. So like, what's something that they're saying about Big Bang that's now like a gay pole for so many years that they were so adamant about it? I'm trying not to get nerdy with y'all, but you, the whole the the reason a lot of the reason why they believe in the Big Bang is because they believe the universe is expanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're start they're starting mm-hmm. to realize that they may have been wrong about that. If they're wrong about that, that changes a lot of stuff. They, you know, they shoot up these telescopes in the sky yeah. to see further and further into universe. Mm-hmm. They're realizing that it's totally different than what they thought it was, mm. and that's why that's why this excites me. I'm, I'm a steam kid, right? If yeah. you don't know what that means, it's okay. <laughs> I, I, this is this is really fascinating to me that these guys swore they knew what they were talking about, and and just looking further into God's creation, they're starting to realize they they were wrong. Yeah. Mm. God is continually confounding these people, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it's good. beautiful. It's that's beautiful. Good. Anyway, let's yeah. get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. Make sure you check out Nectar Distro. Nectar, opportunity for you to get your music out there to the masses. Nectar has opportunities for you to get 100% of your royalties, for you to get to 200 plus digital outlets, and and so many more opportunities for advertisements. So make sure you check out Nectar today, all right? Okay, so we got another cool one for you. Um, this one is this one is super interesting. Uh, Jeremiah sent this to me super recently, right? Yeah, like um, we, right after the call. 
I'm sorry, I, I keep saying super recently because my daughter uses super for everything. <laughs> when she when she's trying to tell us something happened a long time yeah. ago, she'll say it happened super yesterday, <laughs> and I'm going to use that now because I think that is super super funny. That's funny. Um, all right, so Candace Owens, big yeah. fans, right? We're big fans. <laughs> uh, our favorite lady, uh, Candace Owens, um, interviewed Andrew Tate, and okay. this is what happened. We're Christian, and you know, I definitely do not know. Um, enough about the Islamic faith to sit here and debate you on it. I'm yeah. never a person that will debate somebody on something that I'm not an expertise on. Yeah. But I will say that I'm sad that you're not a Christian anymore because I, and I, I can sense perhaps it's because you felt that Christians weren't doing a good job defending their beliefs. Yeah, I think that God should be feared. I believe that God should be feared. I fear God. Mm -hmm. It's one of the only things I fear when I was in an Islamic country. If I went to an Islamic country, I the felt West, God. You don't feel any God. How is it a Christian country if Satanists are mocking Jesus on the streets? Okay. I, uh, I, I understand what you're saying. If you're thinking that America is a Christian country and you're thinking that the Christianity is getting it wrong. Yeah. And the truth is that America is no longer a Christian country. We're being run by people that are satanic. Hollywood is satanic and right. Hollywood is running America. Right. So you're not wrong. But I think that right now America is facing a spiritual battle. And for the first time, in a very long time, Christians are starting to stand up and speak about our principles. I hope so. And we I could have used you. <laughs> All right. So that's Candace mm. Owens. Um, so earlier today, <laughs> we said we weren't going to hold people's past against them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to try our best not to do that with Candace because I have a lot of problems with her. Yeah. Let's just try and focus on this segment. Now, yeah. Jeremiah, please help me out. I don't know anything about this man, Andrew Tate. <laughs> yeah. I hear Top his G. name all I don't know what I don't even know what you mean. I hear his name all the time. Yeah. Who is he? Um Andrew Tate is a former he's a media personality businessman, former professional kickboxer. Um recently he people was um he got caught up in a human traffic human trafficking charge allegedly. allegedly. And um yeah, and then also he's kind of like He's been on those um, f um, fresh and fit kind of conversations. And, yeah, so and he got kicked <laughs> off of a lot of um, platforms because of that as well. But the interesting thing is, he he grew up Christian and then became atheist and then he became um, Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Got so it. yeah, so that's what it is. And I think I think the reason why she was so gung ho about him being on the Christian side was because. He represents a manly man. Oh, you know what I'm saying, like a man, man's man kind mm -hmm. of mentality. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's a lot of um, agendas that I have to kind of fight through to get to the core of this yeah. because she's saying a lot when she says, "Yeah, America's not America's not a Christian country because of this and that." She's saying that for a reason. She's not wrong, but she's saying it because she represents um, a movement, conservative Republican movement. That's trying to say that we need to kind of take back our country, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's saying that for a reason. She's not just saying that as like a completely a Christian. Yeah, straight yeah. Christian, right? Um, Andrew Tate, I think what he's saying is interesting, too, with the whole God should be feared. And because he's not feared in this country, this means this country is not a Christian country. It's not. Yeah, no, it's never. It's not. Yeah. That's not that's not up for debate. What does that have to do with you being a Christian? That's what yeah. I, that's what I was waiting to find out. Like, what does that have to do with you? Well, I think I think because he he was saying that's why he turned to Muslim because in Muslim country they actually live they, out mm -hmm. Islam and it's like you they they live their Quran to the T and 
they punish people if you break the laws of their Islamic faith. So he sees it as a sign of strength. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. what what he's saying for us is, y'all saying y'all a Christian country, but y'all let Satanists just go and do anything, mock Jesus and everything. I mean, he's right on that level. It's like, if the country's supposed to be Christian, then why doesn't it look Christian? Yeah. But the, the, the back thing is also, too, is just like, it's just like I think it's almost like uh, um, I ain't gonna say that, but it's, it just feels like when somebody's life don't line up with what they're talking about, but they still preaching. Yeah. I think that's what it's a lot of strange. people were kind of like, "What?" Like you know what I mean? Now, what's interesting? You said they don't have Jesus. They do have Jesus. They just don't have Jesus as Lord. Yeah. They have Jesus as Messiah, prophet. prophet yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have Jesus as God. They don't have Jesus as a savior. Ex- exactly. Not so, in the sense that we have. Yeah. And so I feel like. I mean, you're talking about le- living through um, legalism and law. I mean, same way the Old Testament was so harsh in, in punishment. And then when Jesus came down across for our sins and gave us that freedom back, it's like that's the part that you're missing. That's, that's, what, that's what it feels like he's saying, you know, oh, because, you know, the Islamic faith, they are very, um, you know, they're very legalistic. They're very traditional in the sense that, you know, the prayer, the prayer time and, and what they yeah. believe. Um, but also very harsh, like Jeremiah was saying, like the punishment, you know, banning family members and killing family members. Is just, and it's swift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That to it's me is swift. like. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, that to me is what throws me off when, when I hear people say stuff like that. Like, I. I get that we should be fearing God, um, but I'm just, I'm looking at it like, but God knew how this was all playing out. Like, he knew this was going to be their, our reaction in this day and age. It was going to get worse before it gets better. I you mean, know what's interesting? I think what you said is actually part of the issue. The It isn't that different than what Islam believes. We're... I think I think this is let, let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. The legalism you speak of and the punishment that you speak of mm-hmm. that still exists. That didn't go away. Yeah. The only to difference. A degree. No, no, no. It never did. Like there's a whole thing where God says, um, "I'm not coming to replace the law, but to fulfill it." Fulfill yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. all still there. The capital punishment happened to him. Yeah. The punishment that you still deserve right now happened to him. Yeah. yeah. The legalism that we should still be held to by the letter of the law happened to him. Mm-hmm. The only reason you feel some sense of freedom is because he did it for you. It's yeah. not because it doesn't exist it doesn't anymore. Exist, right. I think that's where I think he does have a slight point that because we feel like, oh, that, that stuff is just gone, that people who call themselves Christians feel they can do whatever they want. Right, and there's yeah. no consequence. The only difference is, and the only reason why it feels like it is literally because of grace, meaning you still deserve it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've done it for you and I'm, I'm giving you grace. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it didn't go away. The only difference between us and Islam is that they don't recognize Jesus as God and as the forgiveness for the leak, the sins and all the things that they're working towards. They think they can do it themselves. And he said, no, you can't. It's impossible. Mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm. reason this law, this legalism was given was to show you that you can't do it. Right. That's the point of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's that's where the lines get crossed. God never said that this stuff is gone. You if if Jesus never came 
or we were still waiting for him, this would still apply exactly the same way as it does mm, now. Yeah, yeah. It's only a gift of grace that you feel this freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're still doing the same. You're still committed. You should be as committed as a, a Muslim yeah. to their faith, but now you're doing it out of love instead of obligation. Wow. That's that's the only difference. And, and when I talk about that, when I say legalism and tr- tradition, I'm really talking about like, um, I'm really talking about the Old Testament, right? I've yeah. been doing a lot of reading about um, Judaism lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Hasidic Jews uh, and and what they believe because um, I work for a Jewish company now mm-hmm. and I'm on Zoom and I see stuff and I'm like I need to go look this up allegedly yeah <laughs> I need to look, which <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to be saying that yeah 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 that's fine <laughs> um, and so um, I, I look things up to try to figure out okay what's going on here like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about it. yeah and a lot of what I'm reading about you know kosher meats and things like that like those are things that we do Right. Um, But we don't necessarily feel like we have to live that law anymore like that. We're not under that law. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think when people see, um, uh, you know, um, Western Christianity, they think that we're not living under the laws of God. But still, I think he has a point of saying that if it's a nation saying y'all Christian, even though, um, if you compare it from his state or whatever country he's in, if he let's say Dubai, if Islam is like 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 if you're saying your country is a Christian nation, yes, we do have free will. Yes, um. I just feel like I just feel like, <laughs> or yes, we do have free will. Yes, we do. It is not laws, but at the same time, morally, from if if somebody was a Muslim looking at um, country to country, it's like. Y'all like that's why they always like when you see people from when they, when they show other nations talking and stuff. That's why they always be like, "How dare America criticize this when they got this going on, mm-hmm. this going on, this going on?" Mm-hmm. And we and I think what he what I'm what I'm getting from him is that sometimes we use that state of yeah, but we got Jesus and we are free will. But yeah, but at the same time, if you got Jesus, you shouldn't look a mess. Is it yeah. is it the only thing that made this country Christian? The, the is it the founding fathers making it um, under God and, uh, you know, uh, uh, what they're saying is built on Christian principles. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. I feel like um, whoever said, whoever, whoever can say that we are a Christian nation or have been a Christian nation um, over time, we've been a nation under God and God exists in so many different realms in the minds of people. But necessarily, no one's, you know, Christ isn't in the Pledge of Allegiance. Christ isn't on mm. the bills that we print. So so, so maybe what if, what if the Founding Fathers, let's be real, what if the Founding Fathers was just like rappers, singers who get on stage and said, I want to thank God? Yeah. Meaning, meaning that it was, we don't know what God they're talking no, about. Who yeah. right. And we're not we living our lives. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we don't know. Anyway. We, the, the, I'm going to say, I'm about to say weak Christian, but the misguided, misled Christian who automatically thinks, oh, they're talking about the God of the Bible. So they're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I do think we have to pay respect a little bit to what, what was, what was unique about America was, was the freedom to to be a Christian, yeah, I, right? I always agree with that. So yeah, yeah. So there were some very key important characters that had the freedom to um, bring Christian principles into this country. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's 
that's what feels different is yeah. that there are some some key Christians along the way that were able to instill godly principles into yeah. the country as we go. It's now our turn and we're not doing as good of a job. That's what I think is happening here. Yeah. Is that there was there's always been major, major sin issues in the country. Yeah. There's major, major non Christian elements to the country. And it was it was each generation's job for somebody to step up, Martin Luther King, for, yeah. you know, whoever, to step up and say, All right, but God says. Yeah. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're in the era now and people like Andrew Tate are starting to notice Nobody is really saying, but God says, and the people who are have agendas that yeah. are not godly. Yeah, and I, and I think that's mm. the problem that we're dealing with is people who are, it's it's saying yeah, God, Jesus, Jesus, but then it's really packaged with something else. It's not biblical Christianity. It's biblical Christianity and this, biblical Christianity and that. It's Christian and that. You know what I'm saying? But it's never pure Christianity. That if you, if America really got pure Christianity from the Bible, then we will see things change in our nation. And I I would say that there are, even the people who were saying that about, I think the the root of it was a genuine effort to bring Christ to the nation. Like there were, there were people along the way that genuinely loved Jesus and genuinely tried to build institutions to try to combat what they saw was going on wrong in the world. The problem is, is the children of those people and their children, their Mm -hmm. children may Mm -hmm. not have the same heart as the people in the past. And they see it as an opportunity for personal success and it's corrupted it slightly. You see what I'm saying? So I don't want to just, you know, disregard all the work of our, you know, you know, people that came before us in the faith. They did a lot of great things over the years in this yeah. country. But, mm-hmm. but see, I think what I'm saying is I'm not talking about the people who the missionaries, the um, the the people who like a lot of HBCUs were started as missionaries, churches, yeah. churches and schools yeah, and course, stuff like that. Yeah. So we're not talking about them. We're talking about founding fathers who started this country, but were really Masons or they were really into the occult. But they were but they used christian principles like you said Mm -hmm. and making people think this country was a christian nation so let's get back to andrew tate because again i don't know him yeah she's saying we needed andrew tate is that true is it i don't i don't think i think i think what she was saying is we need we need a man like Andrew Tate who, Andrew who, who speaks with the, the boldness of Andrew yeah, Tate. That's yeah, what I got, mm-hmm. that's what I got. That's that's what I felt, <clears throat> or somebody of his influence. Of because I think for a lot of women and women that's like Candace Owens, I feel like they are like we need godly men and men who would stand, stand up for, for truth, stand yeah. for truth, mm-hmm. and that's what she's pr- probably saying. But is him. that him? Is what I'm asking. Um, well, was that ever him? him. I don't believe so. <laughs> no, that's I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, well, because there, there's also, I think one of y'all used the word earlier, misogyny built in when it comes to him. There's the he is the manly man, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, but also, uh, like uh, Jeremiah said, it's packaged with something. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's saying some good stuff, but it's also packaged yeah. with something yeah. else. So. Yeah. You know, you got to so, see so what's coming. Mark, Mark Rogers says God doesn't need anyone, so Andrew Tate isn't needed. Right, but that's that's, that's real. Speaking well, about Andrew Tate, people, we we need people. Yeah, if yeah. the allegations against him are true, wouldn't he be like number one against? Like, wouldn't he be violating the number like some of the biggest um, cultural beliefs yeah. of Islam? Of course, yes. So then, what is he talking about? 
Well, for th- I think also too, he's the problem. But I, but see, well, the, allegedly, yeah. allegedly he's the problem. <laughs> no, but what I think another thing too is in that country, if you're talking about a Dubai, they're looking at stuff for people kind of like America when it's like somebody's rich and famous, and you know, like wow, that 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 could be a cure as a man. That can if I if I you know what I'm saying like if I do the things he do. Maybe I can get that same car, that mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. girlfriend, or the same lifestyle that he has. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking in that country, that that country is like us in the 50s and the 40s back in mm-hmm. those days where it was like, you know, you, your wife look up. Why are you looking up? You know what I mean? On yeah. some stuff. stuff yes. You know what I'm saying? Why are you not covered? You know what I mean? And, I'm just, and that's just being that's how they, they roll. So I think, I think those things is what I think. People, when you watch the whole clip, when you watch the whole thing, because they talk about different topics, mm-hmm. and you get to that, and they talk about women in America, they talk about different things of that nature, and it's just it led up to that Christianity talking point about, mm-hmm. you know, I wish there was more men out here like you, yeah. where you stand for something versus just falling, falling, falling these ladies everywhere they going or follow society's tone. Well, I think there needs to be more people like the people in our chat, <clears throat> people in our community mm-hmm. who are seeking to have an authentic pure relationship with Jesus and have that overflow into the world around them so that it could change for the better. That's all I care about. I don't care how famous you are, how yeah. charismatic you are, how, you know, yeah. whatever you are. We just need people, man. Like it says the the harvest is plenty but the workers are few, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah. we just need more people that are honestly seriously just about Jesus and just trying to do yeah. his work. Like I'm tired of these celebrity dudes that that are just out to for their yeah. own game. Yeah. We just need that's enough. Yeah. I get it, but there's a lot to clean up too. There's a lot to clean up. All right, man, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. 